Hello friends, this is Justin from FrugalSnobs.com. I brought my co-host with me, Christina. Say hello. Hello. And we hope you enjoy this episode of the Frugal Snobs podcast. If you like what you hear, as always, you can check out more by going to FrugalSnobs.com. You can check out all of our video content available on YouTube at YouTube.FrugalSnobs.com. You can check us out on social media at Facebook.com slash FrugalSnobs or on Twitter at FrugalSnobs. And of course, you can catch this podcast on your podcatcher or podcasting network of choice. And if you have a smart speaker, feel free to ask it to play the Frugal Snobs podcast. As always, folks, be well, never pay retail. And now, on to the episode. Hey, everybody, Justin from FrugalSnobs.com. Brox to me, say hello. Hello. Welcome to episode 180 of the Frugal Snobs podcast. As we record this episode, today is Sunday, January 31st, 2021. And we wanted to be coming to everybody full of energy to deliver more edutainment yes however we have a bit of bad news everyone as we're about to record this episode we were awaiting a refulfillment from amazon for some items that apparently went missing or were delayed earlier last week yes and unfortunately our refulfillment of certain items with image of the items delivered was stolen. Yes. That's right, folks. We had a porch pi- a pirate. Yeah? Yeah. Porch pirate. Not the first time. It's not the first time. It's actually the second time we've had a porch pirate. Possibly so, third. We're not sure. Yeah. Because we're not sure. This order was tried to uh, attempt it twice. We, we've, we at least know of two instances. Yes. Confirmed. Okay. That's right. But at least Amazon gave us a refund. I mean, they did what they could. And um, I just want to say, I know COVID's making people go a little bit nuts. But if you are that desperate... That you need to literally tail an Amazon truck. I mean, literally, between between the delivery time and when we picked up the package or attempted to, it was like, what, 20 minutes? About. And it was gone. So the way we're looking at this, folks, you know, if there's people out there tailing Amazon trucks, that's the only way this could have really happened or they were watching. Yeah. Either or. I don't know. but That's such a small window of time. Exactly. And especially with Amazon doing the fulfillment, there's Amazon trucks labeled. Yeah. So a person can easily tag a truck. Yeah. But, folks, if you're that desperate that you're stealing items from other people, then get a grip. Yeah. I mean, COVID is COVID, but, you know, maybe you should make different life choices before the pandemic so that you're more insulated during and after. Yeah. And by the way, if you are someone listening to this show and you engage in this type of behavior, I do not want you as a listener. No. At all. Because that's, there's a point of earning things the right way and there's a point of theft and cheating. And that's a point of theft and cheating. Just like with the stock market. Yeah. GameStop, everybody. I mean, that's ridiculous, the hedge fund thing, but we won't talk about that here. I'm, I'm too upset. Um, My so, blood boils over that. Yeah. And this whole incident is just another example of just immorality. Yeah. You know? I mean, no one's perfect. Like, we get all that. But if you are that desperate, I mean, what if it was prescriptions? What What if it was something that You was, could kill someone. Pretty much, yeah. You could. Because you're that desperate that you don't care about other people's lives in any way. And rather than assess your own life and wonder why you got to where you are and what got you to this point. You'd rather kill someone else. That or take away from them. Yeah. Or do what you can to take from them because you're getting whatever justice you think you should get in the world versus seeing it for what it is and saying that the reason why you don't get justice in the world is because of how you behave. Like someone I know shared an image that says we are going to keep taking down hedge funds until we get $2,000 a month. That's like. We can't afford that. Well, you can't do that, though. That's hostage. First of all, $2,000 a month, if you don't earn $2,000 a month, you're not entitled to $2,000 a month. This is not an entitlement thing. You can't say, oh, I deserve $2,000 a month. Like, first of all, 
Look, $2,000 a month at the end of the day, everybody, is essentially nothing. Yeah. I just was going to say, well, it's not, it might not be a lot to you, but it's a lot to other people. That's irrelevant. Yeah. I didn't say it was or wasn't a lot to me, so people out there don't misconstrue what I'm saying. What I'm saying, though, is if $24,000 a calendar year, which essentially is poverty. Yeah. You know, just above poverty. If if that actually helps you make it in the world, then you've already set your standards in life incredibly low. Yeah. Because I can't live on $24,000 a year. Can you? No. 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 I mean, look, in theory, could we? In, yeah. Yeah. But because of our savings, right? But yes. Can an average person of average means live on $24,000 a year? No. <laughs> no, they cannot. I mean, if you want to have an, you know, an auto, a home, all the regular things people have, again, working a decent middle class life, you can't live on $24,000 a year. No. And I'm also curious about these stimulus checks. Are these stimulus checks? Because again, I, I'm not getting one. I've already talked about it on the show. Are these stimulus checks, by the way, are they taxable income? I have no idea. I would think they are, but, how, but they may not be because they're already from the treasury. So I don't know. That's a good question. It's a very good question. For we'll find people. out soon. Yes, we will, because uh, folks have returns coming in, and people are going to be filing their taxes soon. Yeah. Um, including us. So, um, yeah, folks, I mean, we were able to get a refund. We were able to replace our order and get it shipped to an alternate location, but th this just shouldn't happen. No. I mean, for staple items, I mean, if you're that desperate, I mean, if everybody wants to know, we'll just tell them, all right? Folks, you know what's in this package that we had taken? Literally dishwasher pods, right? Like finish dishwasher pods. That's all it was. Yeah. Was detergent pods for our dishwasher. And if you are that desperate to steal dishwasher pods, you are both pathetic and very sad. Yeah. <laughs> it's just sad. Anyway, let, let's go ahead and move on. So um, we hope the episode brings everybody into a better mood, better frame of mind. I mean, we certainly are. But hey, I mean, it just, uh, how do I put this? I am disappointed for humanity. Yes. Is that a great way to put it? Yeah. So, I don't have a lot of faith in our society right now. I don't. Now. I mean, I know everybody's saying, oh, well, it's, it's a new beginning and a new America. Yeah, you're run by the establishment again. Yeah. That's all I'm going to say. And folks, the United States government is notorious for wasting money. We're all going to basically be poor again. Yeah. No one's going to have anything. And everyone's going to remember that wonderful clean air and guaranteed food. Anybody here ever eat a public school lunch in the United States? That's going to be dinner. Yeah, you tell me how good that food was. And then you eat that, you know, seven days a week for your evening meals, like Christina said, for your, your dinner meals. Because that's what you're going to get. If that's what the government's going to give you for guaranteed food for, high, for basically public school lunches, that's what you're going to get for your food. You're going to get food rations or you're going to get basically that quality of food. Yeah. I don't know why everybody thinks they're all going to... You guys aren't going to get, guys and gals, you're not going to get, like, premium steakhouse, five-star Michelin star restaurant quality meals here. No. You are going to get the public school lunch for your meals. Disgusting. Absolutely. Disgusting. Anyway, you know, folks, let's go ahead and just move on here. I just, I'm disappointed. But at least we got something to talk about on the podcast, but it wasn't positive. Yeah. All right, folks. I mean... Let's go ahead and get into the other notes we've got here. I do want to mention, um, for those who are fans, if you're not, you know, obviously you can skip this little piece, but WWE's Royal Rumbles tonight. Yes. 2021. The pre-show probably is starting in about an hour and a half. Oh, jeez, we don't want to watch it. Yeah. We don't want to watch it. 
Actually, no. I thought the rumble started at seven o'clock Eastern. So that means the that means the uh, we're gonna miss it. We're gonna miss it. Six o'clock, nineteen minutes. We're gonna miss it. We're gonna miss it. <laughs> no, folks. Um, but interesting rumbles this year. Hopefully, they'll come out, you know, and, and be somewhat decent. Um, again, we're not gonna beleaguer the show here with sports entertainment, wrestling, whatever you want to call it. But usually, we do check out the rumble, and we usually do check out WrestleMania. Those are our two WWE events that we do check out. So, yes. Um, this year, probably not gonna check out the rumble, but we'll see what happens. Um, but we are really checking out right now Peacock. Yes. So we have a free account. Um, but else has been checking it out. Um, looks decent for pre- for Peacock Premium. Yeah. So we're looking forward to maybe looking at it for a free trial for a week and then probably signing up. Yeah. Um, and we also know that other networks are going to probably be joining that content network. So they're pretty cool. So we're probably going to check it out. Anyway, folks, let's go ahead and move on to Deals at the Grocery Stow. Yes. All right. So Deals at the Grocery Stow. Um... You actually had a good deal today, Christina. Christina picked up four pretzel buns. I braised the snow. Oh, yes. The snow. Oh, by the way, you can touch me now. You're fully vaccinated. Yes, I am. That's right, folks. Christina is now fully vaccinated. She got her COVID vaccine shot number two. Yeah. Yesterday. Yeah, no real side effects. So you're good to go. You got your little CDC card. Yeah. Your My non-cooties card. Yeah, basically. <laughs> I don't have cooties. I'm clean. Yeah. Um, so Christina got her vaccine, so she's good to go. And I live with you, which is good, because that way I my, my exposure potential and to the virus is lower. So um, staying healthy, folks, taking our vitamins, doing our thing. But Christina is right. She braved the snow. We actually had some snow, folks. It's still snowing. It's actually sleeting right now. Ugh, it's gross weather. But we're inside, and we're trying to stay safe. But Christina did brand the snow, and you picked up four pretzel rolls for absolutely free, unbeknownst to you. Yeah. From my local grocery store chain. Yeah, opened um, up the app. like, oh, you have these free items. It's like, nice. I'm going to try these things, folks. They're delicious. They were like, what, two-something for four of them? Two seventy-six. dollars I think. $2.76 U.S. American. Yeah. That's right. American currency, which will eventually be worth nothing, thanks to our government. But, because everybody's going to say, well, you're treasonous. No, I'm not treason. We're allowed to have an opinion. I'm not treasonous. Treasonous. Is that treasonous? I guess treasonous. Yeah, treasonous. I'm not treasonous. What? Not. So, we are allowed to have opinions, but not not in the communist states of America. Can't do that. You know, they call us the USSA now. Yeah. The Union of Socialist States of America. Yeah. Yeah. So, let's see what happens, folks. But you did pick up these four pretzel rolls. They were delicious. Nice and soft. Yes, they were. Um, First thing you said is I want a beer. Yes, and I'm going to have my second pretzel roll tomorrow evening with a cold beer i'm gonna need it it's a monday Ugh. okay so that was your your really your only free item yeah this week but um you know uh folks if you are still part of your little programs and whatnot please keep doing that you also cashed in three dollars yes uh, of points at another local grocery store chain so we were also able to parlay that excellent deal into four boxes of kellogg's pop tots for a dollar for a dollar because folks christina with her sleuthing these Okay, so I'll break this down for everybody. These pop tarts were two fifty a box, correct? Yes. When so, you had, and then you had to buy four so boxes. Hold on, hold on. There's Speedy Gonzalez. Everybody remembers who that was. Of course, that would be offensive now, culturally speaking. I guess. Yeah. Too bad. Our show. Deal with it. You don't like it? You can go ahead and move on to another another show and unsubscribe. I don't care. But please don't, because we don't want subscribers. So keep subscribing. <laughs> but um, see, I can't talk a, a good game. But here's the deal. So these boxes were two fifty per. Yeah. Right. So you got four of them, and if you bought four boxes, Christina got a deal to get six dollars off. Yes. So two fifty, you know, again times four is ten, folks. Right? Minus six is four dollars. Yes. So that, that's a dollar a box, and you cashed in three dollars on it. You got all four boxes for one dollar. Dollar. 
$0.25 cents a box. Yes. So you went from two fifty a box to $0.25. Cents. That's a 90% savings. Yes. Yes, it is. That's awesome. That is, that is awesome. So good things there, folks. Um, also, we've been eating a lot of uh, yogurt. Yes. Uh, more often than usual. And it's a really quick thing, folks. Um, let's go ahead and move on from the items at the grocery store. But uh, we've been making some really good mousse. Yes. Uh, out of yogurt or pudding and whipped cream. Yes. It's very easy, especially if you use yogurt, folks, if you use any kind of flavored yogurt. No guilt. It's like having a parfait. It's light. It's like a mousse. You just basically put your yogurt into like maybe a bowl, a ramekin, or some sort of container. You add your whipped cream. You lightly mix that by hand. No problem. And it's a nice mousse. Yes. And it's very easy, very inexpensive to make, and people like it. Yes. So we certainly do, and it's healthy for us. So <clears throat> that's not bad. And I've also been drinking more micheladas. Yes. Which are basically beer-based drinks, folks. You can go look them up online. Um, I've been enjoying my micheladas just with a cold beer, a little bit of hot sauce in there, a little bit of lemon juice. Yeah. And everyone goes, that's disgusting. Well, folks, you've had it shandy, right? You've had a beer with a little lemon juice in it. So you add a little hot sauce to it, makes a little orange hue. Delicious. Yes. Not bad. A little spicy, a little sour, a little sweet. Great. Good stuff. Yes. All right. So, we have any other notes before we move on to the actual topic? What else we got? Besides the ding on my car? Oh. Folks, I want to do two things. First, I want to congratulate Christina. You have paid off this new snowmobile. Yes, in eight months. In eight months, but you also put a lot of money down on it. Yep. So, not bad. Paid for. New snowmobile. And uh, Christina was getting her second vaccination yesterday. Came out to the parking lot at a medical facility. And to your horror, yes. to your dismay, there was a nice three-inch scratch. On my car. On your car that you just paid off. Yes. Literally, within eight months. Yeah. Oh, you're able to buff most of it out, though. Yeah. And scrape a lot of that off. But, yeah. you know, we ordered a paint stick for you in cerulean blue. Yes. To handle what little tiny pieces left. But, folks... And again, people are jerks. Okay? They are. I mean, we have had porch pirates. Now we have an issue with people that just dings cars. People are just, just rude. No wonder your coworker has an old car. Well, most people in the D.C. metro do. Why would you have anything nice if people are just going to destroy it or take it away? Yeah. That's uh, what they do. They my, enjoy that. My, they enjoy destroying other people's lives because their lives blow. The Snobmobile 1.0 died. What? The Snobmobile 1.0 died. Yes, it did. But on your way to get the 2.0 version. Yes. Yes, so you drove the thing until the wheels literally fell off. Until the engine blew up. Basically. Actually, until the uh, intake valve. Yeah, blew. blew. So, um, folks, I don't even want to know how much that would cost to fix. <laughs> you don't care, though. No. So, folks, we're going to fix that, too. But we're getting really tired of having to use our good fortune to make up with other, for other people's actions due to their bad fortune. People are just crap. And yes, I'm yes. sorry, folks, I said the word. I don't know if it's a... If it's, it's a word in your household where you don't... It's garbage. Small children to hear it. No, I'm going to say crap. It's crap. It, it, is, it is garbage, and it's crap. People, in general, are not trustworthy. Look, in your life, everybody, people will always let you down. They always will. That is why the best person who can take care of yourself... Is you. Is you. And we're hoping we can help you with that. All right. So we talked about the scratch, which we're getting fixed. We talked about the mousse, which was delicious. The micheladas. And we also talked about deals at the grocery store. Stow. All right, folks. We're also in the process of rearranging the uh, snobbler. It's going to be awesome. We're going to start podcasting a little differently. Don't worry, folks. We're just, we're just, we're just, when we say podcasting differently, we're going to be podcasting from 
a chill room. Yes. Basically, our creative room. Yes. In the Snobbler. So we're rearranging some things around here to make space for the chill room. Yes. As we call it. So we'll bring a lot of, we'll bring folks, uh, future episodes from the chill room. And it, we can really honestly say that because it is the coldest room in the... In the Snobbler. <laughs> and it is. Folks, we're, we're actually in the chill room right now in its current form versus the new form. And it is chilly in here. I mean, folks, you know, I'm going to even out myself. So... I think I've talked about this before on this show, but Christina, you're trying to stay warm. Yes. Okay. I'm also trying to stay warm, but I'm wearing a very interesting piece of attire to try to stay warm. I've heard it called my mouse suit. Christina, you've called it my onesie. Folks, this is a full body thermal suit. Okay. It has a zipper in the front, zipper in the back. It has long sleeves, a hood, legs, and you just put socks on with it, folks. And it is literally a thermal suit. Now, Christina, what did you call it? A onesie. It is not a onesie. Folks. It's one piece. Look, it's better than a Snuggie, okay? <laughs> it, it's better, is it not? I don't know. Doesn't look it. stupid. Folks can't see me, which is great, but <laughs> is it stupid? Yeah. Now, did you just throw this into our, our washer and dryer here mm -hmm. at Snuggler? Yes. And it smells like the Snuggle teddy bear. Yes. Ah, it smells wonderful. <laughs> but folks, this thing keeps me warm. I don't care. It's in the 30s outside. It's sleeting, like Christina said. It was snowing earlier. I don't care. I'm going to be comfortable. So deal with it. You're just jealous you don't have one. I wouldn't wear one. Yes, you would. If you, if you Once you slide into this, this giant blanket, you would. You would. Yes, you would. <laughs> All right, folks. What am I wearing? A onesie. It's not, it's not a onesie. That's going to go trending. Frugal snob onesie. Yeah. It should, should be trending. I want that trending on, 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 on Twitter, like, immediately. But the hood has to have cat ears and your butt has to have a tail for a Kit Kat. <laughs> Stop. I'm not going to cosplay in a onesie. <laughs> People do. Notice how the laughter stopped immediately. Did anyone else notice? Like, really? Seriously? I've seen it. Ugh. Okay, moving on. I don't want... Get it. I don't even want an image of that. I saw a man in a pink Stop unicorn it. onesie. I, Stop. I just told unicorn onesie. Yeah. Pink ear, like pink onesie. Oh, man. You got to pay me a lot to go out in public like that. I'm just saying what I saw. Wow. Wow. Anyway. Oh, geez. With a golden horn. Oh, stop. Stop. <laughs> stop. All right. Moving on. You don't have the visual. I do. Now I'm, well, I kind of wish I had your visual because then I wouldn't have to look at what I'm imagining. And he right? was heavyset. Ew. Ew. All right, I'm done. I'm done. All right, moving on. All right, Next topic. Folks. So we're going to go ahead and move on to the actual topic of the episode, which is financial creativity, folks. So, I mean, like we said, you got to be your best you. And unfortunately, most people aren't their best themselves. And we've had to experience. So we're going to try to help people kind of get around some of these things. I mean, we're using a lot of our time now to get justice in the world, I think. And we shouldn't have to do that. So... With financial creativity, we're going to kind of talk to some folk, to you folks about, you know, kind of what we're doing in 2021 to kind of make up for 2020 and kind of help us stay sustainable in 2021 and beyond. So let's go ahead and start going down the list here. Um, we had a few notes also prepped yeah. uh, for this. Let's go ahead and start going down the list and we'll start talking about some of these topics. Passive income. Yeah, everybody. So, I mean, we've talked about passive income for ourselves. We've talked about it on other episodes of the show. Uh, we've done... Mystery shopping, which has been pretty kind of cool. Um, we we got some really we got to some access to some really good haunts out of it. Uh, some of those haunts, unfortunately, are no longer with us. Yeah, uh, we miss them. We really do. Happy hours were a lot of fun, and we got paid for dates. Yeah, we'll admit it, folks. We got paid for dates, um, which is pretty cool. Um, 
also, Christina, I think you did a mystery shop at the Ronald Reagan building? Yeah. That's pretty cool. Got to see a piece of the Berlin Wall. Took and pictures of it. That's pretty cool. And you got paid for it. Yeah. That's a cool thing, folks. So, I mean, some of these mystery shop things, I mean, don't don't fret on those and don't just dismiss them. Some of them are pretty cool. As we got out of COVID, hopefully they'll get better. Technically, I did two at the Ronald Reagan building because I got the Ronald Reagan building and the adjoining parking was a I, separate one. I see. So I did them simultaneously. That's still cool, though. I mean, it really is. I mean, that's that's a pretty cool thing. I didn't get to go, folks. You were working. I oh, listen to how you said you were working. working. <laughs> yeah, I was. I was. I didn't get to go see the building named for Ronaldus Maximus. I think it isn't the uh, Ronald Reagan International Trade Building. Yes. Or International Trade Center, something like that. Yeah. Um, yes, I did not get to see the building named for Ronaldus Maximus. And I have a message for all those Democrats and liberals out there that hopefully don't listen to this show, but if you do for intel, or just because you just want to be angry all the time, because I, I can definitely give liberals a hard time, I will tell you this. Joe Biden is no Ronald Reagan. Yes. And if you don't like it, I don't really care. That man is no Ronald Reagan. He is not an orator like Ronald Reagan. He has no, no, no presence like Ronald Reagan. And by the way, you can thank Ronald Reagan for the inauguration on the west side of the Capitol now. Used to be on the east side. On the west side, it was better because of better perception for camera. So, no, Joe Biden is no Ronald Reagan. How you like that, liberals? <laughs> yeah, how you like that? Anyway, moving on. So passive income is one way for you, for you to kind of start gearing some things up in 2021. And Christina, for you, I'm not saying your passive income, but your books yeah. were a good source of creative income for you. Yes. Now, we're going to get back into that. We're yes. We're going to do that. We're glad you got a show last year, that at least you got one. I mean... Yeah, there are people out there that didn't get anything last year. I know. Some people who you've seen at your conventions and whatnot, your are signings, done. are they done. They're back to work. Yeah. And I think some people are a certain age where they're never going to be able to get back. They tried it, and it just didn't happen. And it's sad. So if you have sources of passive income or creative capabilities, folks, that you can leverage into a, a monetization model, or that you can monetize, do that. So definitely. And then also, like, look for the high-yield savings, because that's passive income. It is. Um, they're hard to come by, folks, but something's better than nothing. Yeah. Um, I mean, I did. I I made a little bit of money uh, the past year, not nowhere nowhere close to 2019, uh, in terms of passive income. But in 2020, I did do okay with that. So did you, Christina? We we did okay. Um, high yield savings accounts, folks, are really good, especially when you can save money away. And if you just need some money for a rainy day or to pay a couple bills every yeah. month, now they're not going to make you rich, but they are going to give you enough to, like, for example, pay your cell bill, pay your cable internet bill. Um, May pay car insurance every month. Yeah. Things like that. Uh, they're not major money makers, but they're at least helpful. So, free money is free money. Yes. And by the way, folks, uh, high yield savings accounts, you should be making money on your money because remember with inflation, uh, dollars are worth less every year with inflation going up. So this helps you hedge inflation a bit. So just keep that in mind. Uh, what else you got on the list? Repurposing funds. Yes. So repurposing funds is kind of like uh, Christina paying off her car. Mm-hmm. Right. So now you have freed up some some funds, right? Mm -hmm. You can repurpose it to other things. Yes. Books, accommodations for hotels, at conventions, things like that, or other goals you have, right? Yeah. Your goals should also always be working together, interlocking goals, right? So kind of, you hear the saying of a means to an end, but in this case, it's basically a means to another means. Yes. Does that make sense? So your goals should be interlocking, right? And I think we have a topic here on the list of uh, interconnecting or interlocking budgets. Uh, same thing, right? So if your goals need to be, your goals need to... Uh, complement each other, right? Yes. Um, and in some cases, supplement uh, each other, meaning that either they're peer or one serves another as a, as a subservient goal, right? 
So to get to, to, to you know, point Z, I need to do A through Y, right? And A through Y need to be, you know, kind of inter, interspersed together, and they also need to be linking with each other to produce an overall goal. For example, I want to buy a new home. Okay, well, fine. Well, what else do you need to do for that home? You need to afford homeowner's insurance. You need to afford property taxes. You need to afford the ability to furnish it, right? So all those are separate sub-goals yes. to that master goal. So, um, But um, I think your goals should be interworking together. So what else do you got? Minimizing waste. Yes. So it's kind of part of that repurposing of funds kind of thing. Same thing as repurposing your stuff. Yeah. Right? So in Christina's case, like you have you now have freed up funds. Yeah. Right? So you're repurposing those funds and you're minimizing waste. And, and in, in, in certain cases, what I mean by that is even in non-monetary circumstances, right, where you're minimizing waste. Don't purchase things, for example, just because they're cheapest per unit, for example. Right-size your purchases, right? So you minimize waste. And what you'll find, folks, if you over-purchase, you'll end up not using half the stuff to purchase. Yeah. Right? I mean, we've done this, this whole thing with food, even. Like yes. Getting great savings on food. It's like, at the end of the day, after about a quarter, you throw a third or so of what you bought out. Yeah. Not because it, it's spoiled. It's just, it's old. You don't need it anymore. Right? Or it's past the due date or whatever. I mean... And again, it, this goes for other things too. I mean, you want to reduce waste. You want to have your money moving at all times, but you also want to keep that money moving. You don't want to have dormant funds, and you also don't want to you don't want to have waste. Yeah. So, and just remember, the more waste you have, even in your your living spaces, folks, the more waste you have, you're paying for that stuff just to sit there. We've been purging like a yes, we have like a zombie, so to speak. That's what I'll say, a zombie. Um, like a mother getting rid of and cleaning yeah, the house. That's right. And we've also been um, you know moving some furniture around and things like that. And uh, really repurposing spaces and reducing waste. I mean, if you have a, if you have up to even a few square feet, and especially if you live in a large metro area, a few square feet's expensive. Yes. To sit there all year, so you need to use it. Yes. Right. So, all right. What else we got? Planning ahead. Same thing with Chuck. Huh? It's all interlocking. Yes, you got to plan ahead. I mean, if you know what you're, you, I, I would say, I know everybody's heard the three to five year rule. I agree with that completely. But I'm also looking at the one-year rule. Where do you want to be from today's date one year from now? Yeah. And that's a, that, Then how do you get there? Then from there, how does that fit into the three-year and the five-year? I have a five-year plan. I have a 10-year plan. Okay, that's fine. Show me. But let's boil it down to what you need to do tomorrow to reach the one-year, three-year, five-year, ten-year. Right? I mean, and for a lot of people, there are people that have spent that much time playing that out. Yeah. Now, some people out there in our listening audience may say, oh, well, you, you have too much time on your hands. It's like, no, I actually care about my life. And that's one thing I want to say to people. And also, again, back to the porch pirate thing. Yeah. If you cared about how your life ended up, you wouldn't have to do the things you ended up doing. If you cared about how your life ends up, you wouldn't have time to do those things. I don't have time to go steal things from other people. Exactly. I don't have time to do other things. It, it's kind of like, you know, I hate to, to, to use an example with the, the intent of, for example, terrorism or freedom fighting, but that was one of the things that they had issues with over, you know, in Iraq with, like, Islamic State and things like that, right, in Iraq and, and Syria and places like that. If you give citizenry things to do, they won't have time to plot. Exactly. They won't have time to plan. Again, you, everyone's heard the saying, idle hands are the devil's workshop. Yeah. Same thing, right? If you, if you planned ahead and you cared about how your life was going to end up, you wouldn't have time to do the things you're doing. Is that a fair statement? Very. So, and look, folks, we know this is going to be very overwhelming to some people. Some people don't know where to start. We're here to help you. Um, is there anything else on the list? Because I also want to promote the budget. 
I was going to say just setting goals, uh, making them easy to remember, repeatable. That's true. That's true. And I'll mention the budget here also as part of this. So um, actually, it's a good segue into the budget. It's really good. So, and Christina's right. When you set a goal, it's not writing something down. It's remembering it. Because I know some people have a, a technique where they write things down. If they write it down every day, they'll eventually kind of, it's kind of that see it and be it kind of mentality. 21 days of habit. Really? Yeah. Is it a if book? You, no, no, no. It's a, it's a principle that if you do it 21 days in a row, it becomes a habit of yours. Where did she hear this? I don't remember. <laughs> Years thing. ago. Not 21 days of habit. 21 days makes a habit. Interesting. Three weeks. Yeah. Okay. We should try that. Um, I think I'm going to try that. I'll commit to that myself. I think I will. Um, yeah, I think I will. I think because it comes, becomes part of your lifestyle, I guess. Yes. That's a good point. I'm going to try that. Everybody out there, try 21 days makes a habit. Because <laughs> I'm going to try it myself. I'm going to make that promise. Because they, they... just got to find something to make a habit. And it's got to be positive. It can't be things Right. Bad I mean, things, it's one, I think it might have been something I learned in sales. <laughs> like, whenever you answer the phone, it takes so many so long for you to say the right thing when you answer the phone when you're starting a new job. And then eventually it's just like... Yeah. Second nature, Like, right? I practiced the, the big, one of the big words in her name. <laughs> yeah, your current position, right? Yeah. Maxillofacial. Spell that. Yeah, where, where's where's the national where, where's the national spelling bee champ? You spell that <laughs> maxillofacial. Maxillofacial. Anyway, folks. that was a tongue twister for me. Here's the thing. All right, you, you know what's gonna happen if we have people commenting on this episode? Someone's gonna be a jerk and then spell it out. I can spell it. It's this. I'm like, great job. You can talk to your assistant. Um. Anyway, um, which I had to do that earlier today. Um. You had the assistant the assistant spell something for you? Yes, because it didn't look right when I typed it out because. My other assistant spelled it differently. I'm like, that doesn't look right. I see. Anyway, putting away the assistants, um, make your goals repeatable and easy to remember. Okay. To Christina's point, 21 days makes a habit apparently. Yes. So think about it this way. If you can make your goals easy to remember, they will be easy to attain. Easy to repeat. Mm-hmm. And make them repeatable because they do become habits. Yes. Then as you attain goals, those goals become habits. Those become life behavior changes. Yes. And the more you live the lifestyle you want, the more it's easy to have the lifestyle you want. And I know people are going to say, oh, you sound like a motivational speaking book or a self-help book, whatever. We're speaking from experience. Yeah, I mean, trust me, we didn't come out. Look, we're always striving for something else. There's never enough for us. There's always something new. And we've already made it so far, but there's so much further to go for all of us. So to help you with your goals, your financial goals and your financial creativity, folks, uh, we do have a budget for the frivolous stuff we've talked about it on the show before. Um... If you go to frivolousknobs.com slash budget.htm, we also can, uh, I think we'll also put a, a soft link or a soft uh, redirect in yes. for this. Um, so we'll get it in, folks, for frivolousknobs.com slash budget. Um, but for now, go to frivolousknobs.com slash budget.htm, and you'll be able to fill out a budget. It's a very basic budget. Um, there's some very basic entries there for you for standard things, housing, food, eating out, uh, utilities, gasoline, car payments, all that good stuff, folks. You can also enter your income information. You can update your budget. You'll also get a readout under budget, and it will break down each of the items for you in terms of your percentage of income and percentage of your total expenses. Yes. And it'll also give you a total income and total expenses after taxes, that sort of thing. So it's a very easy way for you to easily create a budget. It will help you do that. It will help you print that budget, and you can also update your budget periodically. Yes. Play with those numbers a little bit and see where you fit and where the numbers you want to be are. Um, keeping a budget, making financial goals, it's very easy. It's not It's not hard to do. It's just sticking to those goals. This also 
I just want to tell people the goals out there that you have also help you determine your self-worth. Yes. In terms of, oh, well, I shouldn't say self-worth. Well, yes, I should. It's not just a financial worth. It's non-monetaristic worth. It's intrinsic value worth, right? Um, the, the other piece of this, too, is that as you get better at financial creativity and knowing what you need to live and deciding on the lifestyle you want, it's easier for you also to identify how much you need. Yeah. Right? So, for example, when we negotiate jobs, folks, for careers and salaries, we don't we don't look at what's offered to us. We always provide a number that we need. Yes. It's not about what you can live on. That's what you can survive on. Surviving is not living. No. It's surviving. And there's a major difference. Very big difference. So I've been there. I know why. We've all been there. <laughs> Trust me. I know what 95 degrees without air conditioning feels like. Okay? You know? So that's all I'm going to say. So, um, and sweating so much you think you're, you're about to pass out. But uh, we've all been there. But here's the thing. When you're there, you have to be self-aware enough to know that when you're there, you know you're there. And you know it can go up from there. If you don't know when you've gotten to that point of this is terrible and I need to make it better, how are you going to know how to get better if you don't know where you are? Exactly. Right? This will help you get there. So, um, like I said, when we negotiate things, we provide a number of what we need. Not what someone tells us that they're willing to give us, but what we need to live. Know your worth. Yep. If somebody says, if, if you have a lifestyle... That says, you know what? I need to make $200,000 a year. And I was like, that's a lot of money. It is. I'm not saying it's not. But if you want a certain lifestyle, you got to make that much. And it's not just to survive, folks. If you need to meet savings goals, for example. Yeah. Or investment goals. Right? It's all in there, too. It's not just survival goals. It's what do you need to have the lifestyle that you want. Exactly. Right? And this will help you get there. Um, but don't ever let people dictate to you what you're worth. That is not their right. It is no one's right to dictate your worth. Like we said, the only person that can take care of you is you. Is you. All right, let's go ahead and wrap this up. You ready? Yes. All right, folks, we hope you enjoyed episode 180 of the Fool's Nails podcast. We are a little bit annoyed, a little bit angry, but hey, we're going to keep moving forward. Hope everybody's staying safe out there in terms of COVID-19. And uh, hope everybody enjoyed the episode. Please do check us out wherever you enjoy podcasts. If you like what you hear, please make sure you subscribe if you haven't done so already. Please check out all of the video content wherever you enjoy video content from the Frugal Snobs, including YouTube. While you're there, please make sure you subscribe to the channel. It helps us out. If you'd like to support us in a financial sense, you can do so by going to support.frugalsnobs.com, and you can support us for as little as 99 cents a month. Ready to get out of here? Yes. All right, folks. Hope you enjoyed the episode. Be well. Never pay retail. Take care of yourself and each other. <laughs>